WLG is proud to support BIV's 2020 fastest growing companies and congratulates all of this year's recipients. From regulatory hurdles to IP issues, we know that taking your business to the next level is often easier said than done. Visit our website to learn how we can help accelerate your growth wherever business takes you. Hi, my name is Marshall Burke and Vice President, Products and Services at TELUS Business Solutions. Businesses big and small are looking for new ways to thrive in the future. And at TELUS, we're deeply committed to helping in every way we can. We pride ourselves on providing world-class service and support for the technology your business use every day. The TELUS team is here for you, and we'd be happy to be part of your conversations and help you identify the right solutions for your organization. To learn more about how we can help you transform your business, visit telus.com forward slash business. This is BIV Today, the daily business video show and podcast from the journalists at Business in Vancouver. I'm Haley Wooden, and we continue today our conversations with some of the fastest growing companies in British Columbia. My guest is Mike Meyerly. He's the principal at Etro Construction, which is the second fastest growing company in the province, according to BIV's list. Mike, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. We have on our list here, which tracks revenue growth over five years that you've experienced more than 16,000% growth. What has it been like to grow that quickly? Uh, It's been a ton of fun. It's been very challenging. Um, You know, we've, we've gone from my basement to, you know, our corporate office and, and it's just, there's been a lot of change Uh, and uh, that kind of change and that kind of uh, growth doesn't come without, you know, amazing people around you, whether it be family, my wife and my kids or or the employees and our partners in the marketplace so um yeah it's been uh it's been exciting i think that's the best way to put it <laughs> it's a it's a really amazing amount of growth you've gone through tell me a bit about how your role has changed going from your basement to i'm assuming managing a company that's quite a bit bigger than it was five years ago yeah so uh you know we're about 60 people now and my role has changed but i guess my focus is always maintained i'm a builder i'm a construction you know, professional and so really trying to bring the right people around me, um, whether it be in finance and accounting or whether it be in marketing and business development to, to help our business grow and let me focus on being a builder and helping our teams and helping you know the next generation of construction professionals like really take over. Um, so my role from, you know, I had a pickup truck and I, you know, was delivering lumber to sites five years ago and I don't do that anymore. Um, I can say that, but uh, definitely, um, still very involved in the nuts and bolts of, you know, our pre-construction and construction departments, um, but really also focusing on oversight and planning for some of the new innovative things that we're planning on uh, rolling out and doing over the next few years. So, You were founded in 2015 when you were first getting started. What were your expectations for five years? Did you expect to grow this quickly? We had, I had pretty, I had set some pretty high goals. I had no, we had no expectation of being here uh, and being, you know, in a, in a, you know, in the fastest growing companies in BC, I would have been happy to have been in the top 10 fastest growing companies in construction uh, for that matter in our province. But yeah, we've kind of exceeded all expectations, but it's really, um, it's all come back to like just an incredible amount of hard work uh, by everyone, not just me. This is, you know, I founded the company, but this is, uh, this is a company of, of uh, some amazing, amazing people that we've been able to assemble. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, I don't I don't think anyone comes down and says I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do a billion you know dollars in two years, right? People, you know, it's small little you know uh, incremental uh, steps, and and 
going this fast, I don't, I can't imagine going any faster uh, than we've gone uh, because it's like tearing your limb. I describe it as two people pulling on your, either of your limbs or all four of your limbs at one time. And that's kind of how the last four years have felt just being just pulled <laughs> in all directions. So um, yeah. Sounds a bit painful. <laughs> yeah. It, it painful way. is correct. Yeah. I would, I would, there's been some very painful moments um, for sure. So yeah. Yeah, tell me a bit about some of the challenges. Obviously, as you mentioned, it's exciting to grow this quickly and there's a lot of success you've experienced, but what are some of the challenges that come with growing this quickly? I would say the highs and lows. So you have amazing weeks and you have horrible weeks. Um, there's there's a lot of, uh, I, there's a mental game in being an entrepreneur um, as you as you progress from st stage to stage or step to step. Um, it's exhausting. Um, you know, it's there's it takes you know, 80 hour weeks or, you know, were short weeks for me in the beginning. Um, and so the amount of time and effort, I guess that's a challenge. And then as you grow, really, really assembling the right team and making sure that you've got control of the process. So what we found year one, two was all about, you know, getting our baseline process together. And then year, year we were, we thought we were ready for, you know, this, this increased growth over year three and four and realized that some of our process and procedure, maybe some of the people that we had, um, you know, didn't fit. And so we had significant challenges, you know, at the end of the day, we made it work and everything went well. And, um, but really, again, trying to drag things through instead of, um, you know, instead of it being super smooth, you know, uh, as you're learning and everyone around you is learning in order to get that kind of really maintain a consistent delivery of approach of our services. Um, and then people, you know, in our market where it's been the fastest, all, you know, uh, you know, the construction market and the development market in Vancouver has obviously been very busy over the last five years. And so finding the right people who are available that want to come for this little construction to come work for a construction company, you know, where the owner is still delivering plywood to the job sites. Uh, it was hard in the first couple of years really to attract and be able to convince um, exceptional, exceptional people that I had a plan, we were going to deliver on it. And so, and come join us early. So those that have come and those that came early um, are reaping the benefits now of that. Um, and, um, but yeah, it's really, it's really all about, all about the people and all about the effort level of effort. So. What would you say it was like trying to work with clients? There's an element of convincing that exceptional talent to come and work with you. Was it easier or was it difficult to try and get companies to select your company to work with? Yeah, so I came from a background. I worked for um, 13 years for one of Vancouver's largest general contractors before this, and was, you know, in some ways uh, the face of that organization, and you know, um, to a lot of clients. So I had a lot of inroads and a lot of opportunities, and I knew a lot of people. But definitely, um, you know, I came from building 100 and 200 and 300 million dollar projects, and you know, it was hard for me to just get them to give me a two to five million dollar project when we started. So there was definitely that convincing. Um, once I, once we got the first, you know, 500,000, then it was 2 million, then it was 5 million, then it was 10 and now it's 70 or a hundred million. So it's, it's kind of been a very, very quick, most would say it was very quick, but we've done it, um, in, you know, we've kind of selected our projects and work with the right clients to get us to where we are today. Um, but definitely those first few phone calls where, you know, people are like, oh yeah, I thought you were, you know, you're a great guy and you worked for that other company, but I don't know. <laughs> Um, so it was, it was not easy. There was nothing easy about it. And it took a lot of, um, a lot of phone calls, a lot of time, a lot of, you know, rekindling relationships with, with people that I had known before, but, um, yeah, it's all work now. I know greater Vancouver has had, um, 
prior to COVID, a really hot construction market. And economists say that what's going to help with our recovery is in part that construction market in the non-residential side of things. Um, I'm curious if you think that what's happening in the industry has contributed to you growing more quickly. Is it the right time? Yeah, so uh, absolutely. There was timing was fantastic. Um, when, you know, there was uh, coming out in 2015, the market was busy. Um, and we kind of found our niche in building, you know, small condo, townhouse, um, rental projects, and that fit the bill. There was a significant amount of tenant improvement work. So we were building restaurants and spas and gyms and office space because there was just there was a, a significant quantity being built. Um, and so, yeah, definitely the market and and uh, helped us in our first few years. The timing was perfect. And, you know, I'll uh, we'll take it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it definitely helped. I know on our list, we look at revenue growth 2015 to 19. So it doesn't capture anything that happened with COVID. But were you impacted significantly in any way because of the pandemic? Yeah, so in two ways. One, we had a number of projects, as an example, projects at the airport that we were working on were all hard stopped. And so those those projects kind of got canceled. So that was a problem. We had a number of condo projects that were in launch that were supposed to be starting in the spring and summer that didn't hit their sales targets. So those were pushed or canceled or postponed. Um, the, the office market, uh, office TIs, obviously food and beverage and retail, that's kind of fallen off the map. Um, but where we were, where we've been very fortunate is we build, you know, ground up office buildings, institutional projects. We do a lot of rental, uh, affordable housing projects. So all of that market has continued to go. Um, this year we do have a dip in revenue because we really had three months of almost no, or three months of very significantly reduced volume. And, uh, and because of a bunch of these projects that were supposed to be starting in the late, late winter, early kind of. Uh, spring didn't get started. Yeah, we've seen an impact, but we also on the other side, um, we kind of took it at a time and took it took the time when you know everything shut down and there was my executive team. We sat for probably two and a half weeks every day uh, in our boardroom, social distance, and just worked through how are we going to make the company better. What are the things that we can? What have we learned from this um, uh, from this event? Let's evaluate all the people that we have here. What are they all doing? Do we need all these people? Because we were north of 75 people when we went pre-COVID and now we're about 60. So there was an adjustment in staffing, but really focused on productivity, really focused on, on consistent delivery, really focused on managing some of the expectations um, and, and really defining strategy in a way that we hadn't evaluated it before. Um, so yeah, so we it, it was also an opportunity, although there were some challenges, we came through it unscathed, um, but also took it as an opportunity to reevaluate and really set direction for the company for the next five years. Yeah. What are some of the um, lessons you've learned as a result of this pandemic that you're going to incorporate into your next five years? And also I'll add to that, what are some of your goals over the next half decade? Yeah. So uh, I guess the biggest one is we really evaluate, we, we were, um, we hired a lot of people, we went through the significant growth where we hired 40 people in one year, basically which is way too many people to hire in one year. And I'll never do it again. Um, it was, um, and so really of, uh, how we onboard and how we evaluate employees and how we interview, we really looked at that because we ended up with, we always had amazing people, but we ended up with some people that maybe weren't the right fit um, culturally, or maybe weren't um, the right, uh, didn't have the right work ethic, or maybe maybe they just, you know, we hired them because we needed someone. So we've we really, uh, really defined our onboarding process and really kind of uh, taken a look at making sure that 
everyone here, not just the bulk of the people, but everyone here um, fits our, you know, um, you know, what we call our circle smart kind of overall well-rounded uh, skill set. So um, that was one. Two is is really continuing down the road of keeping a very balanced, diverse portfolio of projects. So uh, when we started, we were doing 100% condo and you know retail food and beverage. If that was all we were doing today, we would be in significant trouble. Um, and so really, you know, making sure that we we had a balanced portfolio. And so it's very difficult as a growing company to get into the institutional space um, because, you know, they want to work with, you know, companies that have built 15 rec centers or 12 of, you know, 12, you know, swimming pools or, and so we don't have that on our resume, but we've worked very hard and been able to now successfully dive into the institutional space. So we planted some large uh, institutional projects of late, uh, which is going to kind of continue our growth pattern and keeping it diverse. So ground up commercial office buildings, uh, residential, but really focused on the rental affordable housing. And if they're, you know, uh, market where we know there's a desire need in the community, um, as we see the condo market kind of dipping, you know, the for sale market, condo market dipping, um, and then moving into this institutional space where uh, we can offer our services. Fantastic. Mike, a pleasure speaking with you and congratulations on all of your success. Thank you very much. That's Mike Meyerly. He's the principal at Etro Construction, which is number two on BIV's fastest growing companies list for this year. I'm Haley Wooden. Thanks so much for watching. BIV Today will be back with another episode tomorrow.